from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Thursday, October 6th. I'm Marco Werman. It's a day of tributes for Steve Jobs, the late Apple visionary left his imprint all over the globe. His inner light has shone on almost every person I can think of. He's opened people's eyes to the possibility of taking technologies that already exist and give them a new purpose. And later, U.S. solar power companies struggled to compete with China. We need to wake up as a nation because we're on the verge of losing one of the core industries, I believe, for our future. BBC News with Jonathan Izard. President Obama has urged Eurozone leaders to act fast to resolve their debt crisis, saying it poses a threat to America's faltering economic recovery. From Washington, Paul Adams reports. At a time when some American officials have been accused of lecturing Europe on how to fix its sovereign debt crisis, Mr Obama chose his words carefully. But he did say that uncertainty about Europe posed what he called the biggest headwind currently faced by America. He said he spoke frequently with the German Chancellor Angela Merkel and France's President Nicolas Sarkozy and was convinced that they and their European colleagues understood the urgency of the situation. He said he recognised the political difficulty of reaching consensus across the Eurozone, but he said his strong hope was that a clear, concrete plan of action would emerge before the next G20 summit in a month's time. New measures have been announced in Europe to tackle the threat posed by the debt crisis and stalling economic growth. The European Central Bank is offering unlimited loans to banks for as much as a year in order to stave off a possible credit crunch. The head of the ECB, Jean-Claude Trichet, said banks should draw on all the support offered to them by national governments. Where necessary, they should take full advantage of government support measures which should be made totally operational, including the possibility in future for the European Financial Stability Facility to lend to governments in order to recapitalize banks. The Bank of England says it's going to pump another $116 billion into the British financial system to boost economic activity. Anti-corruption investigators in Nigeria have arrested three former state governors for alleged crimes of embezzlement. They're accused of fraud involving more than $600 million in total. Nigeria's Economic and Financial Crimes Commission told the BBC that the men, previously in charge of Ogun, Oyo and Nasawara states, had abused state contracts and diverted government funds for their personal use. Lebanese officials say Syrian troops have entered Lebanon and shot dead a Syrian man living in a border area. The incident follows an incursion earlier in the week by Syrian tanks. The Lebanese Prime Minister, Najib Mikati, said the two countries were holding consultations about the issue. Jim Muir reports from Beirut. The latest incident took place in a very remote part of Lebanon's eastern Bekaa Valley, where the border with Syria is porous and not even clearly defined. Lebanese security and government officials said Syrian troops entered Lebanese territory and opened fire, killing a Syrian citizen who was named as Ali al-Khatib. He was reported to be a farmer, married to a Lebanese woman and living in the area. There was no immediate explanation as to why he should have been targeted. But coming after a brief armoured incursion nearby by Syrian tanks earlier in the week. It's reinforced fears that Syria's internal problems may spill further into Lebanon. World News from the BBC. 
Thousands of Israeli Arabs have demonstrated in southern Israel against a government plan to move them from their villages. The authorities approved a plan last month to vacate 36 Arab communities near Beersheba that Israel does not recognize. The protesters accuse the government of seeking to uproot up to 30,000 people and build homes for Jewish people on their land. The ousted Libyan leader Colonel Gaddafi has again appealed to his supporters to take to the streets and demonstrate against the new interim administration. In an audio message broadcast by a Damascus-based television station, Colonel Gaddafi had a warning for leaders of developing countries which recognized Libya's National Transitional Council. He said they too could one day be replaced with the help of international intervention. The Pakistani Supreme Court has told political parties they should cut their links with criminal gangs in Karachi, which have been responsible for more than a thousand deaths this year. The court warned that gangs had inflicted unimaginable...